We're joined today by Senator Sherry Steinmetz. Sherry represents Senate District 3 in our state legislature. Thank you. Thank you for having me today to talk about this important topic. So the topic that we're that I'm curious about today is your amendment that passed on Friday. Uh, I think it was Friday. Um, could you tell us exactly what, what that amendment was about? Sure. So um, as you know, I'm on the Appropriations Committee. We deal with the budgets for all of the agencies of the state of Wyoming, and many of us are assigned specific agencies that we divide up and then we do agency hearings all throughout the year to make sure that um, we're on track as far as how we're spending taxpayer funds. Although the University of Wyoming is not my agency, we did have a comprehensive meeting with them during the, the interim this year as the Appropriations Committee. And as I was looking through their curriculum, I found the Department of Women and Gender Studies at the University of Wyoming and just started reading through their courses and their course objectives and had a, a lot of pause about that. So we had a long visit with the trustees and the president of the university. So um, they were aware that we were concerned about this particular program several months ago. So it shouldn't have been a surprise to them that we might have had some input on it. So what exactly does your amendment do? My amendment defunds the Department of Gender Studies at the University of Wyoming. And if you read it, I can read it to you. I have it up if you'd like to hear it. Yeah, that was, uh, I should have mentioned that in the room we have Ken Pendergraft, Ken's wife, Diane, Garrett Lindemann, Tom Kelly. So so exactly what, let, let, first let's read the amendment. And then second, if you could enlighten all of us as to what that department actually does. Right, right. What's in the curriculum that gave you pause? Specifically, this is a safe place to talk about it. <laughs> okay, well, let's read the amendment first, because so far there are a lot of black helicopters flying around this amendment trying to discredit it. But what all this amendment does is it defunds the Department of Gender Studies. The budget for that department is about $1.4 million. And there are currently five, as of last year, I believe, five students being served in the, the um, BA program or Bachelor of Arts program, the de degree program that this um, department offers. And so that would be five students, $1.4 million. I'm not sure how many faculty um, that includes. So the amendment reads, as a condition of these appropriations, the University of Wyoming shall not expend any general funds, federal funds, or other funds under its control for any gender studies courses, academic programs, co-curricular programs, or extracurricular programs. So it's specifically designed to hit the gender studies courses and then under the gender studies, the academic programs, co-curricular programs, or extracurricular programs associated with the gender studies program. So Senator Kale Case, whom I, whom I affectionately refer to as Nancy Case, <laughs> he's he's quoted in I believe it was the Cowboy State Daily, also known as the Cow Pie, as saying you're going to defund the entire university. Why do you hate schools, Senator Steinmans? <laughs> well, he and I read the amendment differently, as I have stated in other places. Uh, basically, our staff writes these amendments for us. They go through an extensive review process. 
and we have excellent attorneys looking at this and so this was their recommendation as how to uh, defund the gender studies courses and so we, that's how we have it written is exactly what they suggested. So what you're saying or what I'm hearing is that Senator Case needs to take an English course. <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm not qualified to judge what his his educational background is. So he sure, surely has had an English course in his life. <laughs> Fair enough. So I listened so. to your to to the debate on the Senate floor. And I mean, it it ran the gamut from the ridiculous to the even more ridiculous. So could you just tell our listeners exactly what gender studies is? I know you read some things on the floor from this curriculum, but I'd like you to just describe what this program actually is about. So they can find it for themselves at www.uwyo.edu backslash GWST backslash and that is the gender and women's studies website page and they can go on there and find it for themselves but basically it tells us it is to understand engage and transform and then if you download the PDF of the full list of learning objectives that is what I read to you from the floor some of the most egregious parts of that are to um, situate their analysis with various place-based contexts, including rural, local, community, and transitional and global. And they want their objectives are to apply decolonial First Nation and Indigenous perspectives, connect crypt, queer, critical race, and ethnic studies approaches to place, environments, and the land. So that's pretty wild stuff there. And then on number five, they're Basically, what they want to do is um, have people be prepared to assume leadership roles in diverse workplaces and communities and to engage in field work, internship, community and nonprofit advocacy work. And they under number four, they want to translate feminist and social justice theories into service and activism or activism, I guess it says. So that's kind of their goals of this. Um, left-leaning radical college based within the University of Wyoming. Hi, this is Tom Kelly. I'm also known as Dr. Tom Kelly. I am a university department head at the at American Military University, uh, political science. Um, you had mentioned critical race theory. You had mentioned social justice. You had mentioned a lot of popular buzz phrases with basic neo-Marxism and socialist ideology. This is not talking about women. This is not talking about gender. They're talking about societal transformation using taxpayer dollars. Um, I understand what this is. I understand that it is not education. I understand that it is indoctrination. Knowing that, we're probably on the same page how we feel about this passing itself off as education. Nonetheless, what do you say to critics who say you are trying to censor the First Amendment? Well, there's a big difference between the First Amendment and what we choose to fund as the taxpayers of the state of Wyoming. And, you know, in our Constitution, we're banned from funding sec secretarian organizations through our Constitution. And so the spirit of that law is not funding one side of an issue, but 
we are as a as a government sole organization we should be providing facts not indoctrination of our students and so that's the big problem i have with this it's even if you wanted to teach this that you would need a balanced approach as senator scott uh, mentioned to teach the other side of it but there's only one side represented here and i i think it's a an abuse of of taxpayer and public funding of a land grant university that is supposed to be teaching agriculture engineering and yes there is room for the liberal arts but liberal arts are not liberalism Oh, very good. And I, I would like to just explain uh, to, to those listening, the whole idea of the First Amendment was that people could not be punished by the government for what they said. It doesn't mean that all speech has a right to be amplified with taxpayer money. I absolutely agree with that statement, yeah. Well, and isn't there, there's another passage in, I shouldn't say isn't there, because I sleep with a copy of the Wyoming Constitution, or at least I've been accused of doing that. Uh, but there's a there's a section in the Constitution that talks about the type of education that that Wyoming students and it includes the university are supposed to be provided. And I mean, I don't think that being trained to be an activist is included in that. I would agree with that, and uh, you know, and it would be different if we weren't seeing some issues throughout. Like I said, we. We do budget hearings through every agency. We also saw some funding um, through the Cultural Trust Fund and the State Parks Department, which is over our uh, state parks and cultural resources. There was a grant given out to for a transgender art installation in Casper that really was considered self-mutilation. It was not fit for uh, children to see and tax dollars went to that. So it's not like we're only scrutinizing this program or these um, these things at the University of Wyoming. We look at all of our agencies and departments and look at what they're spending taxpayer dollars on and try to figure out if that, you know, if that's the best use of funds. We are we're to oversee this, and we have a fiduciary duty to the citizens of the state of Wyoming. As far as judiciously using taxpayer money, could you again tell us uh, how large the budget is for this department? Um, well, my research shows $1.4 million, and like I said, there are five people in there for the graduate studies, the latest numbers we've been provided anyway. And one was a non-resident, four were residents. Thank you. And that was my follow-up question. 1.4 million for how many students? You can count on one hand. Could not the argument be made that this is just a waste of taxpayer money, no matter what the subject matter was? <laughs> well, certainly that, that case could be made. And I'm afraid you'd have to go through all the other programs. There was some debate on the floor that someone had contacted one of the senators and they said there were 130 students or 20 that would be affected. I'm not sure. I can't recall that right offhand. But uh, as far as in the degree program, there were only five. Wow. So what's the prospects of your amendment to clear the House? Well, as you know, um, the amendment won't go to the entire House floor. It will go to a conference committee. So that conference committee is yet to be appointed, and then we will debate back and forth in that conference committee about not only this amendment, but other amendments that were passed on either side 
of the chambers and um, the discrepancies there because obviously not everything was a mirror. So we've got just a couple weeks of the budget session left over. Um, in in your mind, what are the what are the big issues that the Senate and the legislature as a whole still needs to tackle? Well, obviously redistricting is will be a huge part of the Senate debate as the House has passed us the 6231 redistricting plan. So the Senate will have to review that and then uh, look at other options that we might have. Charlie Scott had resurrected his uh, 3060 plan, which is the current makeup of the legislature now. So that will be on our plate this week. I'm proud that we passed our um, prohibition on teaching critical race theory over to the House. I think that will be a big issue for them coming up. Um, and we also passed the, uh, the the crossover bill is what we call it. I can't remember the exact name, limiting the, the time that you can register in a, a certain political party and to give us a, a true primary election rather than a more of a general election in the primary. So those are those are important pieces of legislation. And then also Senate file 102, the second amendment protection act is a, is an important piece of legislation in my mind for the citizens of the state of Wyoming. It not only gives them protection, but it should give them some comfort that we are working on their behalf and law enforcement is also supporting this bill and looking to stand up for their rights against the, the Biden administration's move against the second amendment. So another really important piece of legislation. And I sure would like to see conservatives from all sorts of different groups come together to work on that bill and make it something we could all support rather than um, throw sticks and stones at one another. Well, I wouldn't know anything about that, Senator. Very well said. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's too important of an issue to divide ourselves, and we know a house divided against itself can't stand. And so... Uh, we have picked up a lot of language from one of the gun on owners groups that was that was instrumental in passing the Firearms Freedom Act here in the state of Wyoming. A lot of the language comes right out of that. So I would think that that group would get on board and and help this bill on along. Well, I I happen to agree with you. I think that I think despite what everybody else says about Senate File 102. Uh, I think that it is a good bill, and my personal opinion is that uh, we should make it the best bill that we can. You know, it, it, exactly. If you have a better bill but it never makes it out of the desk, it's not a good bill. It's a good a bill is bill. one that can actually <laughs> It's be a very passed. dead bill. That's yeah. true. It's a dead bill. Well, it isn't a bill. And the, the thing about any bill is the moment it makes it onto the chamber floor, whichever house that's in, it becomes a legislative bill. It's no one's personal bill any longer. So it's fair game to amend, to work with. And those are the vehicles we have to do the will of our citizens. And so that is the vehicle that is, is the engine is revving and it's ready to go. And that's the vehicle we need to use. And there have been other years that, for example, um, there have been, have been two bills this year on the prohibition of um, 
oh, it, it makes it a crime for a, a woman to have a controlled substance in her body when she has a baby. And it, it a lot of it has to do with meth babies. And that came out of my county and some issues coming from there. The bill on the Senate side died, but there's one I'm so thankful it's coming over from the House that we get to work with. I, I have no pride of ownership in the bill. I just want to get the law changed so that it is the best for our citizens and the folks that are having to deal the boots on the ground with these situations. And so I really believe that when we leave our egos at the door and don't care who gets the credit for what gets done, then we have a much better outcome than when we let pride get in the way. I couldn't agree with you more. So is there anything else you'd like to talk about uh, before we let you go, Senator? Um, Let's see. I don't think so. I think we talked a little bit about everything. Um, Is there anything you guys have questions on that's coming through that we haven't touched on yet? Well, this is Tom Kelly again. Uh, I'm going to do a, a, an egregious self-plug here. I am running this year for the, uh, the state superintendent of public instruction, and I share your concerns on this type of neo-Marxist indoctrination. So if I happen to make it there, and as a non-voting member on the college board, I mean the university board, um, you'll have an ally there if I can make it that far. But it's not a question. I just wanted to plug myself. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, and oh, the other part, uh, the other bill that's really important is our um, civics transparency bill. While we're talking about education, we've had a lot of pushback from the Wyoming Edu- Education Association about that bill, saying that it will take time away from classroom instruction and all of those important things. However, I think we have curriculum directors in most of our schools, from what I understand. We do. And I would think that that could be a part of their job to inform the public of what kind of educational materials their children are being taught. But that's just a thought. Do you have any comments on I, that? I, I oh, have I a thought do. on that. you got a whole room full of people <laughs> yeah. that have comments if, on if, that. If I'm teaching a course, when the course begins, the first day of class, I hand out this little list of books that y'all need to buy. Could be a syllabus? Is that what you're referring to? Well, don't use big words. We don't want to use big words. But Th- that argument don't hold no water. That's yeah, what I was just going to say right there, that is an absolute smokescreen. They know what happens when parents, particularly conservative parents, particularly in rural districts, get to see some of the manure that's getting spread around these kids. They don't want that. It's even happened in states like Illinois where parents in like more conservative suburbs are like, what are my kids being taught? And uh, civics transparency is absolutely vital. It's taxpayer-funded. Parents should know exactly what's going into their kids' heads. And if the teachers' union is saying you can't see what we're teaching, um, the teachers' union, they're the ones who are at fault here. Uh, You are doing the right thing by making sure people know how their taxpayer money is being spent, particularly in regards to our kids and to college students. Well, and let's just be honest about what the WEA is, the Wyoming Education Association. Extortion. They are a teacher's union. They are an advocacy organization, and their executive director has direct ties to George Soros. I mean, that's I've proven that on Cowboy State Politics. So let's let's not have any illusions about what the the WEA is. You know, the reason why they're fighting this bill is not because it's going to take take more time out of a teacher's day. The reason they're fighting it is that it, it 
makes what they're doing exposed to parents. It makes it more difficult for them to pull it off when people know what they're actually doing. That's right. right. And they're an offshoot of the NEA. Um, When I was a public school teacher, I was one of the few who, who actively resisted joining the union. The union, teachers' unions have nothing to do with the well-being of the children or education. Is nothing but the well-being of their members. And they do a great job of serving their members, the teachers. But they, they do not have the students or the family's best interests in mind whatsoever. Well, that just drew a big target on your back, Tom. If I am not getting targeted by the WEA, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, well Senator Steinman. The views expressed oh. here are not necessarily those of the good senator. In these trying times, we know you have options on where to get your information, but we appreciate you and stuff. You can check us out on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Catch us online with CrossCreekMedia.com for more Ramble Room. 